This episode is supported by Active Skin Repair. Active Skin Repair is a skin health company helping people heal with natural, non-toxic, medical-grade ingredients. I just randomly... Vinny was having a toe skin irritation issue and he ended up having this like skin that was really irritating him and it was getting kind of like icky and you know like when kids start to get like little scabs and scratches and then they want to pick at it and it was getting worse and so active skin repair showed up on my doorstep as a result of the sponsorship and I got to put it to use immediately and I got the ointment formula or the like ointment formulation and then also the spray and the spray was perfect so Vinny does not like ointmenty creamy lotiony things on his body but I was able to get out the spray literally took it out of the packaging the day it arrived put it on his toe before he went to bed and the next morning he was like mom my toe's all better. It was literally like this super amazing cure that helped his toes so quickly. So you can use active skin repair on a wide range of skin issues, including cuts, scrapes, burns, sunburns, rashes, other types of skin damage. It's totally safe, non-toxic, suitable on all types of skin, even parts of the body where you might have rosacea or eczema or have acne prone skin. This is also safe for the youngest members of your family up to the oldest. So now you have one simple solution for your family's skin health needs. With over 500 thousand happy customers and thousands of five-star reviews and super safe and clean ingredients active skin repair is something that you want to have on hand for your family so to get your own active skin repair go to activeskinrepair.com to learn more about active skin repair and get 20 percent off your order when you use the code shameless that's activeskinrepair.com use the code shameless for 20 percent off your order activeskinrepair.com code shameless This is the Shameless Mom Academy, episode 215. Show notes for this episode, including all links mentioned in this episode, can be found by going to shamelessmom.com and clicking on episode 215. Welcome to the Shameless Mom Academy. I'm your host, Sarah Dean, and I'm here to give you and other passionate, dedicated moms the tools you need to bridge the gap between motherhood and living the life of your dreams. I'm also here to help you be a little more shameless every day. Because if you aren't building a life you're extraordinarily proud of, what kind of legacy are you building? So let's dive in. This episode of the Shameless Mom Academy is brought to you by Canvas People. To get your free 11 by 14 canvas print you just pay shipping, go to canvaspeople.com and use the code SHAMELESS. Again, that's canvaspeople.com and use the code SHAMELESS. This episode of the Shameless Mom Academy is brought to you by Splitting Up Together. ABC presents a fresh, relatable comedy starring Jenna Fisher that takes a modern look at divorce, dating, and raising a family. Catch Splitting Up Together Tuesday, March 27th, 9.30, 8.30 Central on ABC. Hello, Shameless Moms. Happy Monday. So I'm recording this on Wednesday of last week. And I have to tell you, I am so filled with hope and inspiration. And this comes from seeing young people do cool stuff. So I had the opportunity today to go up to the local elementary school for National Walkout Day. And I saw preschoolers through fifth graders marching out of school and standing up for safety and standing up for gun regulations. They weren't using that kind of language around it, but they were taking a stand on what they believe in and taking a stand on what they think they deserve and on what they think their rights are as children in schools, which is pretty cool. And 
I shared a bit of my experience over on Instagram at the Shameless Mom Academy and some of my ways that you can talk to kids about these kinds of things without scaring them. One of the moms I was talking to, we were actually having that exact conversation around. She said, you know, I don't have a really sensitive child, so he's not super freaked out about someone coming into a school with a gun. Whereas me, on the other hand, I was a child who was terrified of fire drills at school. And literally, I did not pee at school for like three years because I was so scared there'd be a fire drill while I was in the bathroom. And my child is like me, but more extreme. So having a conversation with him around gun violence would be like totally inappropriate and terrifying to him. But there's a lot of other ways to have conversations around kindness and helping kids who might be struggling and might be, you know, feeling left out. And how can we manage just conversations around making kids feel safe at school? If that is along the lines of actually keeping kids safe from weapons, or if that's keeping kids safe from maybe some of their mental health issues that they're struggling with, and where can they be more connected and have the resources that they need? And so I talked about it more in depth on Instagram, and that's not the topic of the show today. But I want to just share how hopeful I'm feeling because I feel like things are pretty messy in the world right now. And I talk about that pretty shamelessly. I'm not someone who hides behind where I stand on a lot of those issues. But when I feel a little hysterical and reactive to things, I look at what I see doing right now and I'm like, oh my God, the future is so bright because these kids are doing the things, taking the actions, being bold and brave and courageous. And it's just amazing to see. So that's what's really has me fired up today and has me just so excited to see youth using their voices and being thoughtful and respectful and peaceful, but totally getting their point across in a really, really powerful way. So Cheers to all of you who have kids who took a stand on something last week and cheers to all of you who are having these conversations at home. I know they can be a little uncomfortable. I know it's a lot to navigate as a parent and it's really hard to know what is the right thing to say at what age and what kind of context to put it in. So let's just all keep having conversations and growing in those directions. Along those lines, I'm going to talk a little more about conversations you can be having with yourself today. And I'm going to talk about this really specifically related to an experience I had recently that was a little bit mind-blowing to me. But before I dive into that, I want to share with you the shameless mom of the week. So historically, I have been doing the listener review of the week, and I've been doing that not every single week, but on a somewhat regular basis for the last few months. And it occurred to me while walking the dog today I was like, why are we not doing the shameless mom of the week? Why are we doing the listener review? So here's the deal. Here's how you can be featured on the shameless mom Academy. I'm going to continue reading reviews. I'm going to really aim to do this every Monday, but instead of having to be like the listener review of the week, I'm going to have it be the shameless mom of the week, because here's what happens in these reviews. People write reviews when they go to shamelessmom.com forward slash review. People write reviews for the shameless mom Academy that are in the Apple podcasts page where our show lives. And when they write these reviews, almost all the time, almost every review talks about how the Shameless Mom Academy has impacted these moms' lives and you, my listeners' lives. And I'm always so, so touched on such a deep level. And it is an honor to be here with you every week. It is an honor to navigate this experience of motherhood and womanhood with you. And I do not take it lightly. So I'm so touched whenever anyone leaves a review of any length, of any type, of anything. But I want to start honoring the moms who are writing these reviews on a little bit of a more impactful level. So 
From here on out, it's the shameless mom of the week. So here we go. Oh, and when you write the reviews, if you haven't done this already and you write a review, put your name at the end of it. Because a lot of times the way that they come to me often are kind of like weird screen names. They're not necessarily like people's first and last names. So if you want to be acknowledged by name, put your name at the end of the review. So here we go. This one is from Hillary E.M., And she says, I'm obsessed with this podcast. No joke. I just started listening maybe a month ago, and I've listened to over 50 episodes from the past two years, and I have many more in the queue. I look forward to listening every day and always find value in what I hear, often saving episodes to listen to again or taking notes. What a great student. I love Sarah's great no BS advice and life tips. I find them to be very motivational, encouraging, uplifting, funny, and doable. It makes me believe that change is coming for this stay-at-home mom. I'm not sure what it looks like yet, but it's happening. This is hands down my favorite podcast, and I'm so thankful I found it. Yes, I love all that. So great. Hillary, thank you. Thank you for writing that. And oh my gosh, I am, like I said earlier, honored to be part of this journey with you. And I want to know what happens. So let me know. Keep me posted. Make sure you reach out to me. Email me at info at shamelessmom.com and let me know what happens once it happens. I'm so excited for you. And I'm so excited that we get to be in this together. So if any of you want to leave a review and be the shameless mom of the week, go ahead and go to shamelessmom.com forward slash review. And that will pop you into Apple podcasts where there's a little button that says write a review. It's a little bit of a wonky. I'll tell you right now, leaving a review in Apple Podcasts, it's a little wonky. Like Apple Podcasts is, they could make it a little easier, but they don't. So I recommend doing it from your phone. First of all, it's it's even wonkier if you do it from your computer. So go to your phone, shamelessmom.com forward slash review. And then you're going to go to the ratings and review section when you get there. And then there's going to be a place where it says write a review. And that's where you do all that. This episode is supported by AquaTrue. Having clean, safe water is the last thing you want to worry about. But unfortunately, according to extensive research by the Environmental Working Group, three out of four, yes, three out of four homes in America have harmful contaminants in their tap water. So that's why you got to check out AquaTrue. AquaTrue purifiers have a four-stage reverse osmosis purification process. And their countertop purifiers, which is what we have, take no installation or plumbing, and they remove 15 times more contaminants than ordinary pitcher filters. And they're specifically designed to combat chemicals like PFAS, which can lead to potentially adverse health effects like cancer, endocrine system disruption, and liver toxicity, which is part of what makes AquaTrue so special, unique, and important in terms of how they are able to filter water. They also have water purifiers to fit every type of home. So like the installation-free countertop purifier that we have at our house to higher capacity under sink options. They even have Wi-Fi connected purifiers and mineral boost options. So I'm so excited about our new AquaTrue. And here's the thing. I swear it's like a gentle reminder to actually drink more water every time you walk into your kitchen. So we are drinking more water now and also more clean water. So more water that is more clean. It feels like a double win. I'm feeling pretty impressed with us. I feel like sink water, tap water becomes invisible at a certain point. And when I see the purifier on my counter, it's like many time a day reminder to like, keep drinking, keep drinking. So I want you to check out AquaTrue for yourself and for your family. AquaTrue comes with a 30 day money back guarantee and that makes it a great gift as well. Today, my listeners can receive 20% off any AquaTrue purifier when you go to AquaTrue.com. That's A-Q-U-A-T-R-U.com and enter the code SHAMELESS at checkout. That's 20% off any AquaTrue purifier when you go to AquaTrue.com and use the code SHAMELESS, S-H-A-M-E-L-E-S-S, AquaTrue.com code SHAMELESS. 
This episode is supported by a podcast I want to share with you called Understood Explains. So this show is about navigating ADHD, dyslexia, and other learning and thinking differences, which can be so confusing. And so every uh, season of the show is around a different theme. So there's a season on special education, there's a season on ADHD diagnosis for adults, and the current season is all about IEPs. I love this podcast because the episodes are 10 to 15 minutes long. So if you are short on time or short on focus, you can take this content in super quickly, easily. It's very digestible. And the show is hosted by teacher and special education expert, Juliana Utube. So Juliana talks all about how to navigate educational plans, IEPs. She talks about the differences between IEPs and 504 plans. She really breaks things down in a really clear and simple way so that you have some of those questions that you might be thinking around, like, does this pertain to my child? Is this something I need to be looking into? Like, where do we go from here? Where do I go if I have questions? Juliana has you covered. She explains so many different things and so many different little pieces and nuance of IEPs and special education and different things on Understood Explains. So I want you to go check it out wherever you're listening to this podcast. You can go listen to Understood Explains. Just go into your podcast app, do a search for Understood Explains, and it will pop right up. Click on it, pick your episode, and get the answers that you've been looking for and the support that you need around different learning differences and differences in school. All right, here we go. Today, we are talking about why you are not special. And I kind of wondered if people looked at this title and were like, who does she think she is to say I'm not special? And also, it kind of seems like opposite of a lot of things I talk about. But here's the deal. I had this pretty amazing experience recently, and I realized, oh, like none of us are special. As it turns out, I'm not special. You're not special. I mean, like this is actually a very equalizing thing. And here's how this played out for me. I had the opportunity to go to a very small workshop with some really, really successful people. People who are making millions and millions of dollars working in the online business industry. So um, working with online entrepreneurs and things along those lines. And in this event, there was about 20 of us sitting around learning from each other. And it was really, really cool. And I will tell you, I was nervous going into this event because I was like, I'm not doing the things that these people are doing. I'm like not at their level. And I wondered if they would know that. Like when I walked in, are they going to be like, what's up with the redhead in the corner? (laughs) And so I felt a little uncomfortable, but I also knew that I have my talents and I have done the things I've done reasonably well for a decent amount of time now. So I at least had that to stand on. So I kept reminding myself, like, you maybe haven't arrived in the same way that these people have, but you still have done some great things. And so I was like giving myself this pep talk on my way to the event. So I get there and some great conversations happen throughout the day. But what really stood out to me was being in a room of 20 people and we did not do introductions. And this was kind of interesting to me. So I didn't know there was a few people in the room who I knew because they're like internet famous. So I knew who they were and I knew that they were really, really successful. But there was a lot of people in the room who I didn't know who they were by name or by sight. And I learned like later in the day, different things that people did, but there was no part at the beginning where everyone just like ran around and talked about how amazing they were, what they did online and what their businesses were. So I really didn't know most of the day, like who was killing it in their businesses and who was, you know, newer and whatever. I just didn't have any idea. And so what I realized as people started talking, I realized, oh my gosh, we all have the same things that we're scared about. We're all uncomfortable in the same ways. We all wonder if what we're doing is good enough. We all wonder if we're worthy of our success. We all wonder if we're going to fail 
if we're going to fail hard, if we're going to fail often, we all have fear around failure. So the conversations were kind of mind blowing. And some of the people, like I said, I knew who some of them were. So I knew how successful they were. So to hear them saying these things, I was like, oh my gosh, this is so eye opening. Like people aren't special. They have nerves about the same things that I do. They freak out about the same things that I do. They feel uncomfortable in the same ways that I do. In many cases, as other people were talking, in some cases, I didn't know who they were. I didn't know what they did. And I heard their concerns and things that they were going through in their struggles in life as well. And then at the end of the day, a couple of friends of mine who were there were like, oh, that was so-and-so and that was so-and-so. And I started connecting all these dots. And I was like, oh my gosh, we are all the same. We all have things that we're terrified of. We all have struggles. We all have challenges. We all have huge unanticipated bumps in the road that set us way, way back. We all have things that make us falter and fumble. And so at the end of the day, I literally was so excited because I was like, oh my gosh, nobody's special. Nobody gets it right all the time. Nobody does all the right things. Nobody does it all in the right order, at the right pace, at the right speed. Nobody has like a leg up on anyone else. The, the key to being successful, the key to finding your way is just showing up over and over and over again in a way that makes sense to you, in a way that supports your life, in a way that is meaningful to you. And when you do that, you will eventually get to the place that you want to be as long as you keep going, as long as you keep showing up. And I was so excited to learn this. I literally couldn't go to sleep that night. I was in my hotel room and I was like, why am I so anxious? And then I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so anxious because I just realized that like anything is possible, which is kind of overwhelming and terrifying, but it was so eye-opening to me. So on the one side, when I say like, nobody's special, it's a little like, oh, hmm, like we all want to be a little bit special, right? We all want to maybe have our moment to shine. On the other side of that, when no one is special, it means we all can do the same thing. We can all reach the same heights. We can all find those places to shine, find our moments of glory, build the things that are amazing and life impacting to ourselves, to our family, to other people. And even though you're not special, you are totally unique. And that is where the power lies. So you are not special, but you are unique. And so what gives you a leg up on someone else is how you become the most you that you can possibly be. You have to capitalize on your uniqueness. You have to use your voice to do your thing. You have to really figure out how do I want to shine? How do I want to put my own spin on this? How do I want to define my life within these parameters that are the most meaningful to me? So you are responsible for being the most you you can possibly be because no one else gets to be that person. No one else gets to be you. No one else gets to do everything the way that you do it, which is a pretty unique opportunity lying right in front of you, right? So here's a few ways that I want to encourage you to be more you, whether you are that stay-at-home mom like Hillary, who has this sense that like big things are coming. I don't know what it is yet. They aren't happening yet, but I know they're coming. Or if you're actively working towards something and building something and figuring things out right now, and you're just putting it all together thinking like, oh my gosh, I'm not quite sure where we're going to end up, but I'm just going to keep moving. Or maybe you've already taken like a big leap or a big launch and you're going full throttle ahead and you just need a little bit of a reminder to keep going. This is going to be really helpful to you. So here's how to be more you. First, identify your interests and your passions and pursue them and pursue them in a way that makes sense to you. You know, if you love gardening, find a way to do that more often. 
find a way to be, let that be a part of your life. If you love photography, take a photography class. If you love talking about parenting and parenting resources, join Facebook groups on that thing so that you continue to learn about that thing. Maybe you love quilting. I keep wanting my mom to love quilting so she can make family quilts for us. She's not buying into it. I think I'm going to have to take up quilting before she does. But if you love quilting, join a quilting group. Find online quilting resources. Join you know in-person groups locally where you can quilt together, but also join Facebook groups. So find places where you can connect with the people who are have the same interests and also learn from them. So really identify those interests and pursue them. They might be hobby kinds of things initially, but that also can turn into life professional kinds of things down the road for sure. It also could be that like right now you're like, I know that my interests are, you know, I have a good friend who worked at a big law firm for many years, but she always knew what her passion was. And her passion was to be a prosecuting attorney and work with for the U S attorney's office. And when that opportunity arose, she was ready for it because for years she had prepared for it. And she knew that when the opportunity came up, she knew she would have to go up against hundreds of lawyers for this one position. And she was prepared because that was her passion. And she always held on to like, when the time comes, that's what I'm going to do. And for her, there was a lot of different things that came, sacrifices that came with that, sacrifices in terms of income, you know, going from a big firm to a government job, sacrifices in different directions, but she always knew that that was her thing. So she was constantly keeping her eye out for like, at some point that my moment will come. And she ultimately got to do that thing. There was some time prior to that where there was, it was like kind of paying her dues time, not to say she didn't enjoy her career or get a lot out of it, but there was some big things that she had to do before that to, she wanted to pay off her student loan debt and she wanted to like get, you know, really valuable practice as a lawyer. She wanted to be, you know, have like these glowing recommendations and be really known for her commitment and her work ethic and all those kinds of things. So she spent years investing in that so that when she had the opportunity to go up for this job with the U.S. Attorney's Office, she was able to go after it and get it and be someone who could beat out all the competition of hundreds of other applicants. So identify those interests, whatever they are, personal, professional, and start to just Go connect yourself in the right areas, learn more about what you're interested in, follow those passions just a little bit at a time as you can, and things will start to unfold for you. Before we dive deeper, I want to talk to you about our first sponsor today. And our first sponsor today is a TV show, something new and exciting. So ABC presents Splitting Up Together. Splitting up is hard, so is living together. And now imagine doing both at the same time. That is the setup to ABC's new comedy, Splitting Up Together. From an executive producer, Ellen DeGeneres, making the highly anticipated television return of The Office's Jenna Fisher, Jenna Fisher and Oliver Hudson star as a married couple who, after 12 years, decide to call it quits, but with a bit of a catch. They've decided they're going to continue living together. This fresh and relatable comedy takes a modern look at divorce, dating, raising a family, and finding yourself, all while doing it under one roof. Splitting Up Together premieres on Tuesday, March 27th at 9.30, Central on ABC. So please make sure to check that out. I think it sounds kind of hilarious, and this is actually an interesting topic to me because I know a lot of people splitting up and going through divorce and separation in kind of untraditional, unconventional ways. And it's been pretty fascinating to see how it's all worked out. Some great, valuable lessons to be learned for sure. And I'm very excited to see how ABC turns it into a sitcom. Because I think no matter what, if you are part of the situation, there's going to be some laughable moments. So make sure to check out Splitting Up Together on ABC on March 27th at 930, 830 Central. And now let's go back to the show. 
Next is learn from the people who are more advanced than you, remembering that they are not special. So you don't even need to be intimidated. I have met so many people who are so much more successful than me. And it used to be that when I would meet them, I would literally be about to cry and or like throw up a little bit. I would have like a lump in my throat and I'd be sweating and I wouldn't know quite what to say and really very legitimately would almost want to burst into tears. And like, I get very emotional (laughs) whenever I have like a heightened emotion in any direction. I just want to cry. So if I'm super happy, I want to cry. If I'm super mad, I want to cry. If I'm super excited, I want to cry. Like all of it, I just want to cry. So I would meet people who I had really, really admired for a long time and want to just burst into tears, which is a little awkward when you're meeting someone for the first time in a group environment. So I would have to really like hold myself back at events and collect myself to present myself in a more appropriate way and not just be like a blubbering mess of tears. But what I started recognizing over time is that like these people are all human. And sometimes I had them on way too big of a pedestal. And sometimes just meeting them was like really eye-opening where I would meet someone who I had admired for, you know, many years and they weren't actually that cool in person. And I was like, oh, like this is what I was nervous about. I didn't need to be nervous about this. So remembering again, like they're not special, no need to be intimidated. And also when you're learning from people more advanced than you, be gracious and let them know how they've impacted you. Don't make interactions about you. So along those lines, you can do things like reaching out to people online. When people reach out to me and ask me for anything, usually they will say things like, hey, I've been a longtime listener of the show, or I've been following you in these different places for however long, and I love this blah, 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 whatever. And I was wondering if you could help me in the following way. And when you lead with gratitude, I will probably say yes 100% of the time. And so I've learned the same thing, that whenever I meet with someone who I am really inspired by, that I always whether this is in a Facebook comment, this might be a Facebook comment to just be like, wow, I really love this post that you inspire me so much every single day. Or it might be meeting them in an event where I can say like, you've really impacted my life and it means so much to me. And maybe would you be a guest on my podcast? So that's how I can lead into that ask. I was talking with a friend recently who introduced himself to someone he really, really admired. And he went up to them and he said, yeah, we know some people in common. And I know this person and this person and this person. And he basically was name dropping. And he's like, yeah, so the whole interaction did not go well. He's like, yeah, so the guy I introduced myself to, like, he was just like, okay, cool. And I said, oh my gosh, dude, when you meet someone you really admire, you don't just name drop people that you know in common. You tell them something about them that you really admire. And then they're going to want to connect with you. And they're going to want to have like more of a conversation. And they're going to be like, Oh, wow, thank you so much. And like, can I help you with something? What do you do? Like you have to open the door to build a relationship. And it needs to be like leading with gratitude and leading with connection that is meaningful, not just name dropping like, well, I know this person is really well known. And so I gave him a bit of a hard time. But we kind of laughed about it later. Well, hey there, busy mama. Are you looking for ways to make your life easier, your home less chaotic, and at the same time, add more joy to your life? My name is Deanna Yates, and I'm the host of Wanna Be Clutter Free, a podcast all about letting go of the stuff we don't need in our lives so that we can focus on what truly matters. Don't worry, I'm not going to tell you to throw it all away or make you feel guilty about keeping something you love, no matter how many other people don't quite understand it but I will give you practical and more importantly, actionable advice so that you can make progress right away. And you won't just hear it from me. There are amazing guests too. It's like having your bestie in your pocket, telling you it's okay to let go of the things that are not serving you and your family in a totally non-judgmental way. 
So join me over on the podcast where we can work on progress over perfection for those of us that want to be clutter-free. I'm Margaret. And I'm Amy. And together we host the podcast, What Fresh Hell? Laughing in the Face of Motherhood. Margaret, I would say you're sort of a where are my keys kind of mom. Correct. Sometimes a where are my kids kind of mom. (laughs) Well, you're Amy more of a we were supposed to leave 35 seconds ago, mom. I mean, touche. In each episode of What Fresh Hell, we come at a topic from our usually completely opposite perspectives. I bring the research. And I bring kind of the gimlet eye. Like, is that research really going to work, people? And almost 10 million downloads later, we're still laughing. We also talk to experts in the parenting field, plus parents with stories we can all learn from. We make each other laugh, we challenge each other's assumptions, and we have what we think is the best parenting community on the internet. Check out What Fresh Hell? Laughing in the Face of Motherhood wherever you listen to podcasts. So make sure that you open the door to learning from people that are more advanced than you and connecting with them. You can, of course, learn from them anonymously as well. You can do all the Facebook stalking in the world, which you know I love to do. And you can follow people online and listen to their podcasts. And you don't always necessarily need to connect with them. But also don't be afraid of connecting with people. Because remember, nobody's special. So feel free to reach out to the people who are doing the things you want to do and say, hey, wow, I love the way you're doing this. And I want to do that too. I love it when people come to me and they're like, I love the way you're doing your podcast. Can I talk to you about it? And I'm like, oh my gosh, really? Seriously? Like, let's talk about podcasting. I would love to talk to anyone about podcasting. Next is identify commonalities between you and the people that you admire instead of differences. And so when I'm looking at people that I really admire and people that I want to, and ways that I maybe want to emulate certain people's behaviors or ways of doing business, I look at the commonalities between us and try to see that more than seeing the differences. I try to not look at someone as like, oh, well, they've been doing this for, you know, seven years and they make $8 million a year and they don't have any kids. So therefore, because none of those things are true for me, I can't do the same thing. Instead, I say, oh, this person is really positive and they're super outgoing and they're really friendly and I love the way they use humor and storytelling. So I look at connections, things I think we have in common because I'm outgoing and I like to be positive and I like to tell stories and I like to use humor. So I look at those commonalities and then I feel, instead of feeling like, oh my gosh, I can never do what they're doing, I think, oh, we're basically the same. I can totally do what they're doing. So of course we might have differences, but we have a lot of the same talents and that's really encouraging to me and makes me feel way more inspired than defeated because sometimes we think, well, I could never do what that person did or that person already did it. So there's not room for me to do it. And that's never the case. There's always room for you to do the thing that you want to do. Even if someone else is already doing the exact same thing, because you're going to do it in your way and it's going to look a little different and feel a little different and sound a little different and come across a little different. So there's always room. Next is identify your zone of genius and identify how you love spending your time. This is so important. And I learned this a long time ago when I got caught up doing everything in my business when it came to my gym. And I learned that there was things I wasn't good at doing and I needed to outsource some of those things. And there's so many examples I could use, but I will use the example of spreadsheets (laughs) just to keep it super fun. So for many years, I had this Excel spreadsheet that I had created like back in 2006 or something that I was tracking all my income on. And my business grew. My business started out with just a few personal training clients. I mean, literally like three personal training clients in 2004, probably to 160 gym members in the last couple of years when I've had a membership based business. And that looked very different. 
yet I was still using the same Excel spreadsheet because I was like, well, I don't know. It works. It's fine. And it occurred to me because my accountant pushed me. She's like, you know, I think you're actually making this really hard on yourself by using this spreadsheet system that you made up like 10 years ago. So this was like in 2015, I think that she approached me about this. She's like, I really think you should get into QuickBooks. And I was like, QuickBooks is going to be really hard for me to to use because I'm sure it's not going to be set up for my business. Like I thought my business was this very like special snowflake. And I was like, it's just not going to work. So she pushed me though. She's like, I really think you need to do this. So I did it. Oh my gosh. It was such a game changer, such a game changer. It actually allowed me to see how profitable my business was. It allowed me to see the growth over the years. It allowed me to see my business in a totally different way. It allowed me to have my business evaluated and where I could have it evaluated and people could be like, wow, you actually have a much healthier business than the average gym, the average fitness business or the average female business owner or whatever, the average membership based business model. So that was really, really cool and really empowering. So my zone of genius is not creating spreadsheets. My zone of genius is connecting with people and building community around conversation. That's my zone of genius. So I don't need to be responsible for these spreadsheets now. There's actually software that does this for us. So identify your zone of genius and then notice how you shine in that zone, whether that is writing or organizing or gardening or baking or lettering or photography. I'm currently a little jealous of people who have taken on lettering as a big hobby because I think it's so cool. And I follow a few people on Instagram. I'm sure there's a ton of this on Pinterest as well, who have like major lettering businesses and where they do really cool, like really cool quotes and really cool handwriting styles. I think it's really, really fun. I'm like, at some point, maybe that needs to be my jam. I also think it looks super therapeutic to just like write inspirational messages in really cool fonts all day long. So recognize what your zone of genius is and how do you really love spending time? Because you can actually make that a bigger part of your life. If your zone of genius is leading people, how can you be leading people? If your zone of genius is photography, how can you make that more of your life? If your zone of genius is stamp collecting, coin collecting, cryptocurrency, whatever, how can you incorporate that more into your life so that you are living more in your zone of genius? Because there's a lot of things that we spend a lot of time in that aren't our zone of genius and we get really tripped up and that actually can often be a waste of time. We're not using our best gifts when we're spending time on things that we're kind of trudging our way through. Now, sometimes we have to do those things, but it's kind of like doing your taxes versus hiring an accountant. Like, it is so worth it to me to have an accountant who can spend literally 15 minutes doing my taxes every month, which would take me probably four hours, maybe more. So it's totally worth it to me to have that person on board to do that for me. Because first of all, she's going to do it correctly and legally. And second of all, it's going to take her such a tiny fraction of the time. Like it literally takes her 15 minutes and it very seriously would take me so many hours. So recognizing your zone of genius is really, really important. Next is have passion projects that are just for you, at least for now. So go ahead and let yourself like let yourself find those people who do the fancy lettering things on Instagram and get on a Facebook live with them or like watch YouTube videos about it and be like, oh, I'm going to totally figure out how to do this. Maybe your passion project is like doing better hair stuff or makeup stuff. 
I actually recently went to YouTube to learn how to do my eyebrows better. And I was blown away by what people are doing with makeup on YouTube. And I was like, oh my gosh, there's like this whole world that I did not know existed. And so find a passion project that's just for you and let that be your thing for now. And maybe that is like hair and makeup. Maybe it's, it could be a million different things, but let that be just for you. So like if it's the photography thing, let that just be you taking family photos for now. And like, it doesn't need to be a big deal. You don't need to go shouting it out on Facebook that you're doing this. Just let it be your thing and let yourself play with it and feel it out. And then you can let others in on it later if you want, but it's okay to have these projects where you're just kind of feeling it out. This was certainly what I did with the podcast. I did it in a very public way, but my, with the podcast, I was very low commitment. I was like, I was open. Like this is a passion project. I just want to do this for fun. See how it goes. I was not at all like, I'm going to do this for X amount of months and then for X amount of years. And until we have 200 episodes and I was like, I'm just going to do this and see how it goes. I think it might be fun. And so let yourself have those projects or hobbies that aren't necessarily goal related or goal oriented, and then they can become goal oriented over time. And then lastly, this is a big one. Dive into your story and embrace your story's impact on your life, because that's what makes you the most you that you are. I was listening to an amazing interview today with Lewis Howes and Sean T. Sean T is the guy who does a bunch, he does a bunch of the beach body workouts. So he does Insanity and T25 and Insanity Asylum. And I can't think of all of the names, but anyways, Hip Hop Abs was another one that he did, but he's this really awesome guy. He's like the personal trainer that you would most want to work out with. He's gorgeous, first of all, like so gorgeous and hot, but he's also seems to be the nicest, most genuine guy. Him and his husband just had twin baby boys. I believe it's two boys. Yes, two boys. After five rounds of attempted surrogacy with different surrogate moms and all sorts of loss and trauma and watching him through that's been really, really cool. He wrote a book and talked about his history and being abused, molested by, I believe it was his stepfather. And he recently, actually in this interview today, he was talking about And before we wrap today, I have to tell you about our second sponsor, Canvas People. So if you're like me, you have a million pictures in your phone. I think (laughs) I recently checked and I think I was getting close to 10,000 photos in my phone. And I routinely tell myself I'm going to go in and delete the ones I don't need and then I don't get around to doing that. But here's the thing. We also tell ourselves that we're going to print the ones that are really special, right? My mom is always on my case about not keeping a photo album for Vinny. So here's what you can do instead. Go in and find those most prized photos, the ones where your kids are doing the cutest thing ever, or maybe it's you and your husband on a date night or a vacation. Find those prize photos and have them printed on Canvas. Canvas People is an amazing service for this. They allow you to get your photos out of your phone and onto your walls super quickly, super easily. All you do is go to canvaspeople.com use the code shameless, you will get a free print, a free 11 by 14 canvas people print. And the whole process is so simple. It's literally like three clicks or so. And you have your print ordered, you can size it, you can crop it, you can add different finishes to it if you want. It's perfection. It looks so great. I've done a couple of them already for myself just to get, again, get the photos out of the phone and onto my walls or onto my desk. It's such a nice way to do this. And obviously, makes a great gift. So if you're looking to get someone a gift, it's a great Mother's Day gift for maybe your sibling, your aunt, your own mother. If you want to give your husband a little bit of a hint, you can send him this code and say, hey, go to canvaspeople.com, use the code shameless. You can get a free Mother's Day gift from me. So make sure you check out Canvas People and get those photos that you love out of your phone and help them live on by getting them onto Canvas and getting them onto your walls. Go to canvaspeople.com and use the code shameless at checkout to get your 11 by 14 free Canvas print 
moment today. And now let's wrap up the show. One of the things he was most ashamed of in his life and felt the most discomfort around was that he actually enjoyed the abuse. And he talks about this in this interview, which sounds like really, really weird to say that, but he talks about how he had to like switch his mentality to endure the abuse into this enjoyment mindset. And also how he felt that by enduring the abuse himself, he was protecting other kids. Like if this perpetrator was abusing him, then there was less likely chance he'd go do it to other people. And so he felt kind of responsible for taking that on for protecting other kids. It was really, really fascinating. So the story itself was fascinating, but what was really amazing to me is how he talked about it in such a kind of comfortable way And it wasn't like, he wasn't uncomfortable with it. He wasn't ashamed of it. He wasn't guilty. And I'm sure it's taken a lot of work for him to get to this point of being able to talk about it in this way. But it was so impressive to me that he could just dive into this story and embrace the story and share it openly and embrace like, this is where I've come from. And this is the impact it had on my life. And this is where I want to go with it. And I think that I talk so much about writing your stories and rewriting the endings to your stories and taking responsibility for that. And this was just such a phenomenal example of that. And again, it's like, when you look at someone who is, you know, for him, he was this amazing personal trainer, group fitness instructor, who became so well known for his workouts and his DVD sales and his infomercial sales and one of the most successful fitness DVD guys ever. And he became so known for that. But what he's done in recent years is really embraced his own story and started to share that more. And again, that sets him apart. Like anyone can be an amazing personal trainer. Anyone can be an amazing group exercise instructor and let that lead to selling DVDs and having infomercials and all those things. What made him amazing and made him different and unique is the way he expressed himself, the energy that he shared, and now the way he's sharing his story and really embracing his story. He's not hiding from it. He's not hiding the really uncomfortable truths about it. He's really embracing all of that. And that's opened up a whole new world of opportunities for him to connect with other people, transform other people's lives and share his life on it in a different way on his platform. So there you have it. You are not special, but you're unique and you are the most you anyone can ever be. So please practice being more you every damn day. If this episode was helpful to you, please share it out. That is how our show grows. So please share the episode. You can share it on social media, on Facebook or Instagram at the Shameless Mom Academy. Tag me in your posts. Take a screenshot of this episode on your phone and share it out. That's a great way to share it out so that people know exactly where to find it. You can also tell people to go to shamelessmom.com forward slash review. That will drop them into our Apple podcast portal where they can subscribe to the show. So if you haven't subscribed to the show, make sure you do that. You can do that at the same place, shamelessmom.com forward slash review. Click on the subscribe button. That way you never miss an episode. We are here every Monday and Wednesday with new episodes where you get to learn new, amazing, exciting things. You get to learn how to be the best version of you every damn day. On Wednesday, I'll be back with an interview. I can't wait to share that with you. And in the meantime, no matter what you do today, make sure you do it shamelessly. Feel like you're the martyr in your family? 
You're not alone. Hey, this is Joanne. And Brie. And we're from the No Guilt Mom podcast. Brie, we talk to a lot of moms. Yeah, we sure do. And if you're a mom who has a to-do list that is so massive that you get overwhelmed and you shut down. Or if you fall into the habit of doing everything for everyone and don't know how to change it, we can help you become a no guilt mom. We're going to take you from family martyr to family model. That's role model so that you role model the behavior that you want to see out of your kids. You're going to go from being tired and overwhelmed to energized and guilt free. Every week, you'll get actionable strategies that you can implement right away from the experts that we interview and from us. We also have a whole lot of fun. So check out the no guilt mom podcast everywhere you listen to your favorite shows.